0: Guys, why are people now saying that San Francisco has always been like this? I've got the answer. Buckle up, buttercups. Here comes the show. Okay, San Francisco, damn, I thank you for tuning in, Didi LaFrac, keep it real, won't you tell it like it is, Bohemian woman up in San Francisco, talking life, plenty, convo, super honest, you already know, the dopest, coolest podcast, yo, yeah, sharing her life, her stories, I hope you ready, sit back, relax. Welcome to San Francisco, damn, this is Didi. here is your show for Wednesday, July 19th, 2023 i hope you are doing well sweetheart i hope everything is beautiful in your world of course happy birthday to everyone who is celebrating i hope you have a beautiful birthday wherever you are in the world get your birthday party on sweetheart happy birthday honey guys (sighs) cue the sound of nervous laughter San Francisco continues to fold into itself and there are some bright spots. There are some bright spots in San Francisco. That is true. However, overall, it's on a dystopian trajectory. It is going through a doom loop hush. I know what I'm talking about, newbies. I'm here since the 80s. When it comes to San Francisco, I don't negotiate anymore. When I'm talking to these people who don't live here, for people who used to live here, there is no negotiation before I get to the point of this show. And being new, some of you, this is not a very long podcast. Although I do enjoy audio learning. I enjoy listening to certain podcasts. I'm not hanging out for podcasts that are 45 minutes long. 30 minutes is my sweet spot listening. My shows typically are between the average length is about seven, eight, nine minutes, nothing longer than that. Very few are longer than 20 minutes. Very, very few in a group of 1,000 podcasts. Did you know that? Oh, and this is a specific solo show. I want no guests. I started it with the intention of being a solo cast. Yes, I could have guests. Yes, people want to be on San Francisco. Damn. Yes, I tell them, no, honey, because it's a one-woman show. I watched the movie, clockwork orange again and it is directed by the genius director stanley kubrick stanley kubrick also directed 2001 a space odyssey the robot going crazy on the spaceship 2001 A space odyssey i highly recommend it if you haven't my favorite stanley kubrick film is dr strange love or how i learned to stop worrying and love the bomb with one of my favorite actors of all time, Peter Sellers. Great movie, Dr. Strangelove, a satire about war. Now, I saw his movie Clockwork Orange, and it's about an ultra-violent British hooligan. He and his band, he had three boyfriends, and he's the the head thug, and they go around dressed in white, looking freaky, wearing false eyelashes, beating up and raping people. Yeah. And so he got arrested when he gave somebody a dirt nap. If you know what I'm talking about, a dirt nap, ultra violent, artsy, but not too violent. It was British, you know. It's not Quentin Tarantino, and I can't watch a uh, blood and gore. I, I absolutely cannot. So in this movie, the head thug got caught after he gave someone a dirt nap, and they put him through this psychological torture to reverse the his violence so he got torture every time he thought of violence or, or or hurting a woman he would vomit or get nauseous right reverse Pavlov's dog so he got mistreated after he got out of the nut house where they brainwashed him he got his butt kicked but then <laughs> it was a satire and he ended up becoming famous because they had him in the paper The the Catwoman killer got tortured at the uh, mental facility <laughs> had nervous laughter and at the end he's becoming uh, a star they said oh we're going to take care of you they treated you bad he's getting his photograph taken in a hospital bed because they he got tore up y'all he got his karma took care of the thug and at the end with all the flash bulbs it broke his psychological conditioning so instead of violence making him vomit He was back to being a thug. So he's laid up in the hospital in a body cast saying, I think I'm cured. I don't know why I'm telling you about this movie. (laughs) Oh, I recommend you watch it because we're going through an ultra dystopian era in San Francisco. And I understand why there are more people than ever popping up talking about, oh, it's not so bad. Guys, they're really saying this. Even after Dave Chappelle came through and said, Dave Chappelle, the comic, said, What the hell's going on? Zombie land, San Francisco is a tenderloin, people defecating outside of the restaurant where we're we going. Dave Chappelle, Joe Rogan on his podcast said, San Francisco is worse than Libya, talking about all the crime, the bipping, which is smashing grabs in cars. And Elon Musk, who owns Twitter, is always calling out, San Francisco because he's actually here. So the point I'm making with all that, we've got people popping up saying it's not so bad. Those are liars or business people who don't want the bad word to get out and they're not going to make money. And there are also people saying it's always used to be like this. Got Guys, will you gag me with a spoon, those L7s, those crazy squares, saying that San Francisco always used to be like this came to me today, why people are popping up saying that most of them don 't live here or they live in the outskirts of town, like in um some section eight villages uh, or they live way across town uh, in the black district, which is called hunter's point it 's like wow, about three miles away from downtown it 's like a whole another city or they live in section eight and projects so a lot of people who live in those areas, guys, I'm giving you my opinion. They live a segregated life. These are the people who say San Francisco has always been messed up. Okay? And then you have the people who used to work in San Francisco or used to live in San Francisco a long time ago, haven't been here in many years, and they pontificate as though they know what the hell is going on in dystopian San Fran fentanyl today, July 19th. 2023. Of course, they do not. They want to feel affiliated with San Francisco. They want to claim San Francisco. I get it. I'm empathetic. I understand why these ignoramuses are pontificating from their out of town perch because they want to claim San Francisco for clout. They think everybody here is elitist. You live in San Francisco, you have to have money, except for the Section 8 people. So it is about clout chasing. When they lie and say, it's always been like this. When they lie and say, oh, what's the problem? Clout chasing and business people who don't want you to know what's really going on here. So let me just go down a quick list here. Guys, uh the tenderloinification of Channel 4. Channel 4 is a TV station here. Honey, they had a junky tent fire in front of their building on Green and Front Street. A TV station had a junkie tent that went up in flames. All right, San Francisco. Walgreens and the avenues in the bedroom community of San Francisco Walgreens. They have to every night lock up the ice cream and the pizzas in the frozen food section. Locked up with a padlock, y'all. Safeway grocery stores has to have a gated departure because junkies, criminals, and shoplifting rings are buck wild honey. Clockwork orange dystopia. And it's also Disneyland for dope things, guys. And as I close this show, I just want to remind you, what hellscape? We've got the Presidio Park. What hellscape? You can get high in Dolores Park. San Francisco is clockwork orange. Indeed, there is beauty here. And the dystopia cannot be denied. You know I am here Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Make sure to subscribe. This has been your show for a windy Wednesday. Yes, it was windy July 19th, 2023. I love you, baby. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I love you. I am Dee, Dee Dam. I trust my vibe. San Francisco Dam. Thank you for listening to San Francisco Dam with Didi Dee, Dee Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Anchor App, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are found.